Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. As we are talking about infinite mastery, we have a special guest today who is a walk-in. His experience, his, his remembrance of this walk-in is quite remarkable, and we'll learn a little bit about that. But today, we're talking with this multidimensional master, William Linville, who is here to talk about how we can manifest and create from the heart with long-term tangible results. Hi, William. Thank you so much for being here. Well, and thank you so much, Miss Lauren. This has been such an honor and a blast to be able to get to reconnect, sweetheart. So thank you so much. And I'm so glad you look so perky and so happy and so light. Ah, well, thank you. Years ago when we met, it was wonderful that you led me on um, a rabbit hole. You were the first I've interviewed on walk-ins. And that topic is really quite amazing. And we are um, learning so much more about walk-ins now. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it's becoming more, <clears throat> let's just say it's becoming more common, more exposed, more open. And it's things that, you know, are coming out of like, rather than being so buried, rather than being so foreign, rather than being so unheard of, it's becoming more and more socially let's call it socially acceptable more and more the consciousness is rising to such a degree where their ones are starting to wake up open up and reaching all these different levels all these different points of realization of what truly is rather than what was what has been their tunnel vision what's been their comfort zone what's been their familiarity what's been their ideal levels of normalcy and through the first three belief systems pain is bad comfort is good point of life is demand under to be undisturbed you know where it's really um there was a really waking up and what an amazing time you know from the economy to global weather changes to everything really opening up and amplifying to break all these old patterns and old cycles down to allow for more and more to kind of from your higher levels put you in a position to a kind of like nudge you along to look up more rather than down like through the nine to five wash rinse repeat uh, scenarios and to really wake up into what is rather than everything you've been taught generational familial and you know all the uh whether it be religion whether it be you know any and all belief systems for that matter where it's not that they're good bad or indifferent but they all beliefs no matter what you look at how you look at are all limiting and polarized yes and so as we look out at the world do you see more people waking up at this time as the last few years that we've been through you know people are looking within more and what is your take on all of that are you sensing that uh, people are surrendering to love more absolutely and they're reaching you know, it's different for everyone, but globally speaking, yeah, um, all these dear ones are really, really 
breaking down their old perceptional judgments, their uh, even waking up from their culture color creeds, waking up from all of these old staunch perceptions and really starting to wake up and part the major part of waking up, the biggest wake up would be waking up to the heart, which is waking up to you. And it's happening very powerfully, very globally. Now, this is where we rise above of what it looks like on a, let's just say a physical, carnal, emotional tug of war. And we really bring it up to the heart. You know, you look at what's going on in Ukraine, what's going on with Russia, which is unheard of. I mean, it, it's a typical mentality of the whole metaphor of David and Goliath. But it's interesting, right? You know, at first it was like, well, they have no hope. Well, actually, hope is what's got them to this point right now, including the love. And it's not so much just about country. It's more about, you know, like not so much about war and all that. It's more about, hey, this is my home. Hey, I love my live stream. Hey, I, I'm looking around noticing all my loved ones and all the stripping down there. And not so much about fighting, but more about arising into following their the love that they feel rather than the typical throughout uh, time uh, generations where it was giving into the bully kind of scenario. Yeah, well, that's good. It's interesting that the there's in the collective, there's less of a tolerance for this sort of behavior. Yeah. Let's hope that uh, the, mm, the ways of politics change pretty radically as well. I think that yeah. men are um, not going to be tolerant of bad behavior on our world leaders. Mm. And so it's coming to a head. Would you consider what we're seeing right now more of a cleansing and a clearing of and, these behaviors? And a purification. Purification. Yeah. So it's not so much about, you know, it's not so much about what they're saying. It's not so much about what they're trying to sell. It's more about what's really behind what they're saying. And politically, um, governmentally, um, everywhere, religion, countries, culture, color, creeds, you know, all of this is coming up very powerfully, coming right back up to integrity and integrity of the heart, not about another belief system. It's about, you know, dear ones waking up and welcoming back their own power and really deciding on a global scale, okay, what are we now willing to support? Not about some big giant revolt going the opposite direction, because we're not looking at anarchy. We're looking at more of what are we doing and why? Yeah, good, good. That's that's good news to me. There's times where, you know, let's talk about this. When we're in the heart, um, we can live in the heart. We can keep our heart open and in charge. And we're learning how to do this. So maybe some questions exactly how we do this on a, on a greater level. But when we do... Um, what what can you say about when we look out at the world and we see the need for passports, like these old structures that are still in place or um, people hurting another human or hurting animals, sometimes we could get into a spiral of sadness or depression because of that. 
what is the solution to keep ourselves protected from that? Well, one thing I look at is, you know, the, and I'm so glad you brought this up, Lauren, because it's important not to put your head in the sand. That's going to get nowhere quick. Yeah. But when we look at dear ones that say are hurting children or the sex slave, uh, whatever, and, you know, all the stuff around uh, abusing little kids and all that. Well, you know, let's all step back for a moment. Let's ask ourselves, as we're in our heart right now, for ourselves right now, it's not pretty to look at, but it's there. Let's ask ourselves, let's take a breath. Let's ask ourselves, okay, right here, right now, is there literally anything factually, anything physically that I can do about it? Now, we can all walk away from our day-to-day -day live streams and we can all get involved in the different movements. We can all get involved with the different exposures. We can all join the ASPCA and all these other developments. But then again, you know, that's all fine and dandy for those that are called to do so. And namaste, great job and follow your heart. But now, you know, it goes to the opposite side, you know, where we step back, we become aware of it. Now, the biggest thing I look at is taking a breath, putting all the animal kingdom, little kids, brother humanity, the whole planet, literally, you know, the oceanic realms and all the kingdoms right in the palm of my hand. And I welcome in the highest vibratory level of energy, a pure creator consciousness. And I light them up as light as the vibratory levels can be. I light them up. I welcome in the ascended host and uh, the archangelic angelic realms and all of really creator consciousness as a whole to surround them, to assist them, and also to expose all of this into integrity and sincerity. Now, for my wife and I, yeah, we have become uh, co co uh, facilitators, if you will. Uh, we're on the board of Lots of Love for Animals, and we do what we can, you know, with raffles and things like that. And I've done, we've both done physical labor down there at the sanctuary in Chloride, Arizona. And my only agreement that I asked when I decided to go there, I, my only thing I asked from day one was, look, I cannot support woe is the animals because I don't feel good about dishonoring them like that. But I do want to support now, what can we do for them? I want to see them because they are my equal. I am their equal. So how best now can we compliment them? Because you brought up a great point. You know, many get caught up in the woe is, many get caught up in the what should be, not be, on and on and on. And that's where, unfortunately, you get hijacked into all the emotional realms, which go nowhere quick. And now you start, by default, taking on the pain of the kingdoms. You start taking on the pain, even of the perpetrators, and clearing it through your body. And Rather than it's like, okay, you know what? I'm glad this was brought to my awareness. Now, what can I offer? Now, I don't, I, I know the clear answer is the best thing I can offer is to walk my walk more diligently, clearly with the highest of integrity and the highest of sincerity. 
assisting all of the humanity, all the kingdoms, because the more I light up, the more I'm well aware it's lighting up the planetary matrix, it's raising the consciousness of humanity, and it's affecting all the surrounding areas, universally and physically. Now, secondly, okay, great. I will, I'm more than willing to do hands-on on the kingdoms. I'm more than willing to do hands-on with whatever, however, from a distance. And, you know, it's one of these things where we're taking it out of poor them and we're taking it out of because remember the next default is to go into anger rage uh, guilt and all this stuff resentment about the dear ones that are acting odd you know and mistreating them but that's not getting anywhere that's lowering yourself to their camp so now let's just light them up as well it bring all of it to a level of clarity exposure for long-term beneficial change and if you notice over the last let's call it 10 years 12 years right now you know, all these kingdoms that before were, okay, well, you know, kick the dog out. I don't care if it's snowing, there's a blizzard and it's minus quadrillion degrees. You know, they're meant to be outside. Well, all that stuff is breaking down, you know, from starving horses on and on and on, where it's all reaching exposure, which is the beautiful part, for all the way from chickens to now there's free range and all the other Butcher houses are going out of business, being held up on major charges. That's part of the light coming in, part of the whole universe honoring the kingdoms as well as all of brother humanity and insisting on integrity for all concerned. Insisting on integrity. Thank you. Yeah. How refreshing because we are all, everyone watching and listening can feel the integrity of the heart. I know that everyone watching and listening is there at that and mm -hmm. walking that walk for the best that we can do. And sometimes we may stumble a little bit, but thank you. Your words are very refreshing, I'll say once again. So your, uh, your story, I know there may be some new folks and every time we hear your story, it's just fascinating. You are a walk-in, you come from where tell us where you come from and what you're here to do well technically serious the planetary constellation but i prefer to share i mean that's where i have total complete memory of and then pleiades orion uh, astaria and then a lot of other stops along the way but at the original point would be serious and then before that uh, creator consciousness, as all of us are from. And then from here, you know, coming here into a body on a planet for the first time, you know, picking up all the, uh, with a by agreement with what I call the old will, picking up all of his uh, vows, conscious agreements, all of his uh, issues, all of his struggles all of his misperceptions, on and on and on, with the agreement that I would pick him up, assist him to make a full transition as him, as his higher levels, but him as a soul level, and assisting him to make a full transition, overcoming his vows, contract agreements, taking them on myself, superseding, overcoming them, and freeing this very misinterpreted soul, assisting them home. It's so serious, it, it's a whole different... Uh, presence, a whole different level of consciousness. Uh, what dimension or density would you say um, beings on Sirius are? And are they humanoid? No, it's more and more um, 
I guess the best way I could put it would be and explain it would be it's more like um, it's not jellified, but it's more energetic. It's kind of like you and I walking around without a body, just a presence, like just an aura. Okay. And there's no, there's no tangible physical makeup. It's just uh, all these different fractiles of encodements of consciousness, uh, experiential uh, levels that are constantly shifting, changing. I, I guess the best way I could say it, it's kind of like flickering around uh, and shifting and activating, reactivating, reamplifying and shifting and shifting and shifting to where you're constantly in a state of continual metamorphosis. Wow. So... And where there's no solidification, not even of a planetary form. Wow. It's like constantly in a nebulous state. No attachments. Mm, there's nothing to identify with or attach. And it's one of those things, you know, where you, you are the consciousness in which you are, but you do not have like a, a he or a she. You don't have... A, like you're not procreating because you don't have anything to procreate with. But at the same time, it's like a constant evolving, evolving species of, I call it intelligence, consciousness, uh, and imminence. Like you're constantly becoming brighter, lighter, and constantly changing frequencies and tones, color esquenesses. But even from the whole planetary realm, it's like it's still like a nebulous kind of thing. It's not like here where you have a solidified uh, physical matrix. You don't have really a solidified mass collective uh, matrix of like an like an astral planes or mass collective consciousness. You know, you you don't communicate by uh, I guess I'd say by sound, by tone, but you you communicate by more of a knowing rather than a contemplation of thought because you don't really have a mind you just kind of are uh you just kind of are it and constant knowing a constant knowing with no mind no ego mind yeah and we're going to talk more about the heart in in just a moment but there's more questions around this so what do you, um, what is it like for you then here on this planet? And how are you able to mm, handle the density or the restrictions of being in this physical human form? Well, at first, it was somewhat, um, somewhat challenging, you know, somewhat, um, like a lot of um, lack of experience, a lot of, um, of I call it a head scratchers, like, um, like walking around, you know, eventually after I went through the body completely shutting down, um, being given, you know, that that sentence eight plus different times in the body system by system shutting down, which at that time, I had no clue what was going on. I had no clue how to even be in a body, although I was in a body, I knew who all the 
you know, Family Moonad was a war were and what parts they played on and on, but there wasn't like that. Um, you know, there wasn't like that undercurrent, like magnetic, below the navel sort of carnal connection. It was like, okay, you're the mom. Okay, you're the partner. Okay, you're the uh, sister, brother, uncle, whatever, whatever. And okay, I, I understood that. But there wasn't like uh, maternal, paternal. There wasn't like all this loaded emotion. There was just, you know, anger, guilt, blah, 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 from the old will and all of his misinterpretations. And then it was a real head scratcher when I was watching and trying to understand, number one, the medical side, the science side, and then what was happening with the body then, why their ones were doing what they're doing when they were doing it. And why, even from a feeling attribute, why there were certain dear ones that would come in. It was like feeling like someone just surrounded me like uh, with a, a wet, tarry sponge. And uh, like it, where it felt very, very confining, uh, like it was hard to breathe. And then other dear ones, they uh, felt like they were, even though they were standing right in front of you, like they were like 20 football fields away. And really kind of getting an idea and did like more clarity and being downloaded with more clarity of what was really going on and why some dear ones projected, perceived, and created all these judgments, others that just by the appearance of the body, much less ever getting to know you as you. And then, you know, the next part was, you know, all the physical pain and all that fun stuff, which I ended up starting to chalk it out up as, okay, I started having fun and playing games with it. Like if this was normal, would this be a big deal? And so I would start to explore it to where it started losing its charge. And then all the old will memories, incarnational, blah, 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 started to arise. And it's like, oh, okay. Now it helped me with a lot of understanding of why he did what he did when he did it. Um, which were a lot reactionary and then why he was like the uh, referee in his family monad and why he, you know, why he took on the issues he took on. And then from there, um, walking around, uh, I was in La Jolla uh, after doing massage for the day. And it was on a Friday night. I was walking around watching, listening to parties on top of restaurants and hotels and you know, I would just go out there just to connect with the oceanic realms, climb the cliffs, and I ended up walking by the Wyland Gallery and, you know, all these beautiful things. And then it started, things started presenting like, okay, why is this or one, you know, the, it's not good or bad. It wasn't a judgment thing. It was more like, okay, well, watching and observing, okay, this dear one saying this, saying that, saying that, saying this, to this dear one, and they're saying this and that and that all for the sake of a musculature reaction. And so the next morning, say, like, what's your name again? And they all go their own way. And the next week, do the same thing over and, and not, again. And none of that made sense. And at that point, it was like, you know, relationships were totally off the table because it was like, why would I go there? Why would I even, you know, contemplate it? It just made no sense because I'm talking to the real them, then I'm watching the what, I, what now I call the carnal behaviors and then emotional age capacities and, you know, all this stuff that a lot of it was, I used to laugh at it. It was like, so much of it was like a crash course with how to be in a body on a planet. 
and how things work in a body on a planet. You know, not to say, I'm not talking about divinity in action. I'm talking about, you know, when I look at it, just, you know, where did once have got somewhat hijacked into the carnality of being in a body on a planet? Like Mr. and Mrs. right now, like, like, this is how I get what I want when I want it. This is X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. And this is where, you know, it, I mean, I understand with great love and great compassion, but it still really doesn't make any common logical sense. It's just, all right, it's a, you know, it's like trying to put a Band-Aid on, um, you know, after you have open heart surgery or something, you know, it just, it just doesn't work until you get to a breaking point. Were you ever at a breaking point? Yeah, because it, it was like, well, what are you doing, man? You know, it's like, why are we here? What's going on here? And uh, it, this is where, it, I'm so glad you're asking this, Lauren, because it was like, there wasn't some big, um, Carmen Gladys work, was done. So it wasn't like some big giant mission to save people from, I don't know, Hades or whatever. It was more, you know, assisting dear ones to open up and to wake up to who they are and even starting to wake up, open up, embody, more importantly, their higher levels through the physical levels, not out of they're doing something wrong, not out of they're broken or whatever. It was more out of, you know, assisting them, the ones that were asking or presenting at that time that were in all this pain, but they didn't want to be in the pain. And this word became a little bit odd at first because I'm talking to the real them. Then over here, I'm having a dialogue with the physical, mental, emotional, egoic them. So I'm hearing what they're really asking for, but then I'm talking to the very confused part. And then I started looking at, okay, when did this first start for them? And for some, they're in the body of an 80-year-old, but I'm literally seriously talking to a four-year-old. That's just their emotional age of capacity where they quit growing, whether it had been molestation, whether it had been uh, rejection, abandonment from their siblings, parents, whatever, for everyone is totally different. And at other times, incarnational and where out of great love and compassion, you see them, you acknowledge them, and then you're able to connect with them at that point from where they're at and being able to assist them to resolve the things that are blocking them even in this live stream. And then the joy is where they start maturing up the current age and where where to wrap it up, you you start, you sit with them heart to heart, side by side, and you look for the benefit of that experience because there's always a benefit. And that's like the finality of healing it up is how now you look at how it's made you who you are today. And whether you like it or don't like it, it you look at the benefit, but it, that's the part that frees you from it completely. So as you look at the world, and you look into the future of our world, are you confident uh, that we're all going to get this? Totally. I, without a shadow of a doubt. And that's the part I love because it's like, 
you know, you know, whether it be COVID, whether it be cancer, whether it be bubonic plague and on and on and on, you know, it's so interesting, but where, where, you know, you're watching dear ones, you know, like the soul level of consciousness, some dear ones are waking up, some are hitting their hair or head against the wall. Some are trying to pretend like they're ostriches, put their head in the sand, pretend like, ooh, watermelon, 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 and trying to pretend like nothing's going on. And, you know, once again, dear ones are reaching, I would call it a breaking point where they're from their higher levels, their creator levels, which I want to be clear is them. It's not some outside deity, it's them. And some are saying, okay, you know what? We're just not getting it this time around. We're just not, you know, after like, you know, 60, 70, 80 years of repetition of attempting to wake up to who they are. Well, you know, depending on the amount of how much they're trying to fight it, uh, battle it and deny, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff's being revealed. It's, it's not like it's not right here. It starts as an easy nudge, then a harder nudge, then banging on the door and you know, eventually they're going to get to a breaking point of, okay, you know what? I'm just going to check out, drop the body, come back in as an indigo, a crystalline offspring, a rainbow offspring or whatever. And where we're off to karmic lattice work now. So now I'm going to come right back in through the body, but also through these different levels of consciousness where I'm not so uh, condensified or densified. I'm going to go through my life reviews, blah, blah, blah. And now even happening like a year, two years before you ever drop the body and where like all these old memories are showing up and it's like, oh, I haven't con contemplated that in eons. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. But where they're still at that breaking point and being able to now start moving into the body or dropping the body and coming back through in a more evolved state. And once again, it's not some outside deity. It's not someone sitting on a throne up in the sky with a long beard judging you and burning your legs off with a magnifying glass. It's really, okay, are you willing to let go and let you flow? Let your love flow. Exactly. Big time, big time. Stream, okay. All right. Well, this is a fascinating discussion and some may know your story, but there are others who are new and they're not so clear about your story. So we don't have to go too much into it. I'll post an archive on this show page of our earlier okay. shows. But I would like to know, here you are. Um, you walked into this body of the old William. He was an adult, an overweight adult. Yeah. And did you have a contract with him? How did you find him? How did he find you? What was that arrangement like? The arrangement had to do with him deciding and constantly pushing the envelope, uh, overdosing, attempting to leave the planet uh, by his own hand, on and on and on, until he was putting off this beacon of, I want it out of here. Yeah. And so it was like, uh, if you can look at it, you'll like the image of where you drop a stone in a glassy pond and it puts off a ripple effect. He was putting off that ripple effect, but through the whole universe that he wanted to drop the body and leave. He just wanted no more pain. No more 
pain, no more rejection, no more abandonment, no more guilt. And, you know, he got booted out of a church when he was a kid or a teenager and his whole life went upside down. He went into drug addiction, uh, self-harm, mental health institutions, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I'm done. And he did just, he did just didn't go to 425 pounds because he was bored. Wow. He, he went there because he was like attempting to leave the planet in every way possible. It just wasn't working until, till we connected, which was about six months prior to him starting to make his transition and his transition happened. So I guess you would say, yes, there was an agreement at that time that during the gastric bypass surgery, the Ruin Y procedure on the surgery table at, you know, I think it was like 358, uh, December 20th, uh, 1996, he went in and in his own way, I'm looking at it like it was yesterday, in his own way, he said goodbye, he made his peace, if you will, with his family monad, with his partner, with everyone around, with his own, it's like his own internalized knowing, knowing that he wasn't going to come out of that surgery room. And during the procedure, yeah, he left the planet and uh, we'd been communicating for six months prior, as I shared, and uh, very loving, very, very gentle. And it wasn't like an entity took over his body. I'm not an entity, I'm a being. And he, with the agreement that I would take on all of his conflicts, all of his soul vows, contracts and agreement, and that I would assist him to make a full transition. So on the table, the body left the planet, like uh, I believe about three times and he phased out, I came in. As per agreement, a high five, you know, I'm coming in, he's going out, he made a full transition. Wow. And I took on all of his roles, his vows, contracts, and agreements, his personality levels, all of his guilt, his anger, his resentment, uh, obviously his body weight. And then that's when my journey, well, I'd say the beginning of my journey began. I mean, then this is where uh, many don't, many haven't uh, understood as of yet is that, yeah, that's when the body started shutting down. It's after I came in. The frequency, the frequency was too high? Well, it was actually, um, to come into a body, you have to slow down to reach the rate of the vibratory levels of the body. So when I came in, the last thing I was, was wide awake and fully alert. I came and slowed down to such a degree. If I'm looking at it now, it would, it would have been about 71,000 megahertz per second. Now, to be able to fit into this body and then to go through the Akashic Record Realms to pick up all of his, uh, all of his issues now and his conflicts. Now, from here, you know, woke up and looked to my left on the seventh floor of Mercy Hospital, and I saw the most amazing uh, sunset. Wow. And 
And that's when, you know, one thing led to another. Okay, I got out of the hospital a couple of day or two later and uh, hopped right in with his partner, the family monad, on and on and on. And that's when the body started breaking down. That's when the body started eating away at itself. That's when the myelin sheath of the nerves completely ate away. And it was like having a toothache times a quadrillion exposed nerves and uh, even where the hair on the legs, you know, just by the wind blowing, it would be excruciating, much less wearing clothes. And I got the great honor of experiencing all of that, including frying of the brain until eventually it was, you know, wheelchair for two and a half years until eventually it was one of two things were going to happen medically from what I was being told at that time, it was either going to be the heart or the lungs that went out. And uh, to wrap up the show. And then after that, you know, it kept breaking down, breaking down until eventually going into cardiac arrest. And um, I didn't know it at that time, but um, at that time, it was all the old will memories, uh, experiences, I'll call it debris was dying off, burning off, going through a major purification, but I didn't have anyone in a body on a planet to confer with because over here was um, all the ones that were, you know, it's like you're bad, you're guilty, all the uh, born again stuff. And uh, over there was the ex-partners Catholicism stuff. Over there was like, all this stuff about what you're doing wrong, not about who you are. So it was like, wow, man, who? And all the woulda, coulda, shoulda stuff until eventually, you know, a dear one presented. I I was presented with a handicap poem because there was nothing more I could do. Um, so I was presented with a handicap poem from the system, from social security, and I would go wheel because I couldn't really sleep. So I wheel around the neighborhood. Um, it was like a circle in my wheelchair in the middle of the night just to try to find something to preoccupy me from the pain. And then eventually, a dear one presented from a neighbor across the street who had just moved from Escondido to Poway. It's in San Diego like uh, North San Diego. And uh, she said, we well, you know I had this neighbor where I used to live. Her name is so-and-so. And so she gave me the number and she said she might be able to help you. So I called her and it was like I was speaking to a mother that I never had. And that's when my journey started to turn around. And then we talked, we connected over, you know, a year or two. And she was actually at my wedding. Uh, we had our last dance at my wedding because she ended up leaving the planet not long after that. But it was so awesome how we, it was like a best friend. It was like a mother, if I'm going to call it a mother. It was a very loving presence, a very wise loving presence. And then started uh, learning about energy work on and on. And before you know it, bam, I was out of the wheelchair and uh it was interesting. Walked eventually walked into the uh, the pain specialist's office, and I had a pain pump at that time that they would give me like SR fifty five or something like that. Um, that fried the rest of the brain to where I'd say hi, Lauren, like five different times before I ever realized I said it once. And 
so I said, okay, now it's time to remove the pain pump on and on. And he was furious because it threatened his ego of science. It threatened it to such a degree that he didn't know what to do with it. So he ended up doing the surgery. Uh, a few weeks later, took the pain pump out that I was supposedly supposed to die with. And yeah, that's when I would say my true journey began. And then I started, uh, I was, I started volunteering at the hospital through vocational, vocational rehab because um, I wanted to make sure I could really walk, which, you know, all right. So I was pulling around this 300 pound tank around the hospitals, watering plants until eventually that wrapped up and I was scheduled to go to massage school. Then they called and said, nope, we're not going to cover it, get a job. So I started working at Target and then they called back to you. Now we're going to do it. So it's like, all right, great. And I started massage school. And that was really where it started making it so much easier to integrate because I started learning about the body the body mobilities, modalities, and uh, I went to different activations, uh, a downloading, uh, quantum leaps, and otherwise too, I, it was really that point where in getting a lot of pressure from the people there, you should do this, you could do that, it's going to make more money, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, none of it's been about money. It was about how best to get hands-on and assist. And it still is the same. And from there, uh, one thing led to another, uh, started my own business, high integrity massage, and which was all alcohol service, and then ended up in Vegas, Las Vegas for my first event ever. And that's where I met my my angel, my bride. Yes, Mary. It, yeah, just, just taken off from there. And so you had said earlier when you first walked in and you saw the carnal nature of this planet of humans. Yeah. Um, how was that, how was integrating that, um, in your system and meeting your beautiful wife, your angel, as you call her, what was yeah. that life? you just decided to explore that venture and have fun with that? At first, uh, I asked a person that was hosting me in Las Vegas to invite her to see if she would be interested in having a cup of coffee. And cause as you saw okay. her and you felt her energy. Yeah, and I and I purposely at first was like, okay, well, I don't know what's coming up here, but all right, on Charles, let's deal with it. And it was the body reacting. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, okay, you know, this isn't me. So what the heck's going on here? So I thought it was something I needed to clear and get rid of. And yeah. then I sat down with, see, Sananda, uh, the Mary, the Francis, because I started getting all these, having all these visitations, including the Krishna. Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda, the Buddha, and on and on and on, which at that time I considered as my my real family. Well, okay. it was like, okay, what am I feeling? What am I experiencing? And how do I get rid of it? But, and they explained to me, what you're experiencing is a whole nother level of love. Um, and the intimacy of the communion and connection of the heart. Not and, and where, when it comes to having a male structure, or I call it stem out of the apple, because it's where it was just another venue and learning so much more about it as far as uh, using it as another way to express love 
rather than dominate another. And, uh-huh. and where that's really what it's for, male or female, it's, it's another way. And it was interesting because, you know, it's like where you're coming together through the heart, number one, you're expressing love through your physical, number two, which is not making love, it's expressing love with the intention of how best can I assist my partner to feel the best as possible, where vibratorily, you're speeding up, they're speeding up, you're reaching higher octaves of vibrational frequencies due to the amount of love that emanates through you. Not some carnal, twisted, you know, dress up like Zorro kind of thing or Wonder Woman. <laughs> so this would be sacred sexuality, which is yeah. sacredness of it, expressing love. Yeah. And because all of it's energy. Now it's energy, it's love. That's why, you know, whether it's the shopping malls, whether it's a new car, whether it's a home, whether it's animal kingdom, you know, let's really make this shift into a, these are all different ways of expressing love and receiving love from the whole universe entirely. So thank you for sharing that story. I was going to ask you who you communicate with and you said the ascended masters, have they always... Mm -hmm with you and guiding you? Well, I would say yes, even when I had no clue, even who they were, they were were there. And then also uh, the dolphins, the oceanic realms, the whales, the killer whales, the orcas, um, as well as the Orions, Pleiades, Pleiades. uh, Yeah, and so many more. it was interesting. I started to read a little bit about the cryon and sure enough, the cryon collective started showing up and then the Abraham collective started showing up. And it was kind of interesting how easy it is to just go direct without, um, without another filter, you know, without having to, you know, like, it's so cool how eager they are to connect with you individually rather than going through another outside deity and their issues, not that they're good, bad, or indifferent. You know, if you want to connect with the Ramtha, great, let's go direct. And you want to connect with your creator consciousness, great, let's go direct. And it, it all depends on, uh, you know, I guess I'd say it, it all depends on your ability of receptivity, welcoming, most importantly, not putting anyone on a pedestal, um, but you walking to the best of your way and the best of your ability to walk with them side by side. That's the quickest way, not an ego, arrogant, blah, 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 but also not a self-sacrifice martyrdom and making yourself less than who you are. Ah, Yes, yeah, I they look at you as their equal. Equal, I see a step shoulder to shoulder. Yes, okay. Even with Michael, Uriel, Ariel, all these dear ones that present and show up, you know, there's a mutual honoring, but it's not like looking up, it's definitely not looking down. It, and so, I mean, eons of humor and uh, where it's a family and you and everyone are a part of that family. 
it's kind of like, you know, like with your question, do I see everyone waking up and going there? Absolutely. Because you can't imagine if crater as a whole with this quadrillions of facets that it is, that has split itself off and all these quadrillions of facets to expand, to learn about itself, to grow upon itself. Can you imagine it not welcoming all of its facets home? It would not be whole. You are activating us just by sharing this story and mm -hmm. expanding our consciousness as we contemplate this. And let's go to the question of the hour. The question of the hour is how to create, how to manifest and create through the heart with long-term tangible results. Absolutely. Share with us. Okay, so right now, you know, let's all just break energy with everything and everyone around us. Bring our left palm, left palm facing down, right palm facing up, crossing them across each other, bringing a left palm into the heart, pushing the whole world, thought forms, perceptions, beliefs, and everything else, pushing it all away. All of the preoccupations, noises, and everything else into just dropping our hands. Taking a nice, slow, deep breath in through your nose for about the count of nine all the way down to below your navel into and through your crater chakra level vortex. And just holding for about the count of nine. And then as slow as you can, exhaling through the mouth for the count of nine, bringing your conscious from your crater chakra vortex right up through your heart level. And now bringing your conscious from the heart level through the throat, through the third eye, through the frontal lobe of the brain, midbrain, back of the brain, all the way through your crown chakra level vortex, all the way through the astral planes, all the way into and through the sun, the physical sun. Let's connect with the sun. Let's even go, let's connect with the sun until your eyes start to want to flicker. Now we can go different ways here. So right now, let's just go beyond the sun into your creator source intelligence. It's the space in between space. Call it your central sun intelligence, call it whatever you want. It, it really doesn't matter what the name is. It's not identified to a name. Let's go into that. Just being there, letting yourself be fully suspended, held, and embraced. Being fully thoroughly suspended. The feeling's kind of like laying on your back on the oceanic realms, looking up at the star systems with the whole universe being the water. It's embracing you, it's holding you. It's supporting you, caressing you. Not a problem anywhere, not an issue. No chaos. Just total open radiance, supportiveness, the feeling of home. No thoughts, no worries, no concerns. And now let's bring our consciousness from your central sun intelligence all the way back through the physical sun. All the way 
back now through the cosmic latticework. It's a latticework that surrounds the astral plane to consciousness and the mass collective consciousness in the whole planet. And so we bring our consciousness to the cosmic latticework. Let's just call forth some, it may be mother, father, God, creator of all that is. Others, it may be higher levels, creator levels, manifest levels. Others, it may be God, Allah. It, the words, once again, do not matter. But we're commanding forth right now a manifestation to take place. Now, it could be more abundance in dollars. It could be new opportunities. New opportunities that are beneficial and complementary for you and your live stream. It could be more your brothers to play with. It could be a relationship, uh, a marriage of the heart. It could be a lot of things. I would encourage not twin souls and all that fun stuff because you're just welcoming someone in to push your button. You need to push theirs. Why don't we welcome in a beloved of the heart or a marriage of the heart? Let's welcome in more joyful situations, opportunities that benefit the whole. And now let's command it so, or whatever the manifestation is that you wish to encounter, experience, and enjoy. Now let's command it so. Therefore, so it is. Now, let's bring the stream of consciousness, the stream of light all the way down through the astral planes, the mass collective consciousness, all the way down into within and through and about 978 feet in diameter through your crown chakra level vortex. Through the pineal and pituitary glands, through the third eye, through the frontal lobe of the brain, the midbrain, the back of the brain, and out the back of the third eye, all the way down through your central column, through the throat chakra level vortex, front, middle, and back, all the way through the shoulders, upper arms, lower arms, into and through the chakra level vortexes in the palms of the hands. All the way down through your sternum and the heart chakra level vortex, and down through the atlas and axis vertebrae, cervical vertebrae, thoracic vertebrae all the way, once again, into your heart chakra vortex, front, middle, and back. Demanding that it open up, speed up, amplify, radiate, and accelerate right now for you. Because you are you. But right now, let's let it go from the heart all the way down through the solar plexus, the diaphragm, front, middle, and back. Through the lungs, the kidneys, the liver, the pancreas, the gallbladder, the spleen, all the way down through your solar plexus, front, middle, and back. Ah, nice deep sigh. And on the exhale, letting go all the way down through your crater circle vortex, your lumbar vertebrae. Letting it open up from the front, the middle, and the back. And just holding it there for a moment, letting it open up, fill up, expand, accelerate. Within and through your creator chakra level vortex. We're doing our best not to give it 
Our crater chakra vortex, any energy, not to give it any definition, except it's another chakra level vortex in the body principle, has nothing to do with gender. And now going all the way down through your pelvic girdle, through all the plumbing, all the way through the sacrum, the cossacks, through the root chakra vortex, the upper legs, lower legs, into the feet. And now, let's take another deep breath. Inhale through the nose for the count of 12, all the way down through your lower navel, below your navel. Hold for the count of 12. And now, on the exhale, through the mouth once again for the count of 12, pushing your palms together in front of your heart and your feet into the ground. Just letting everything integrate, ground and root in. But now, as we're here, let's open our eyes and let's, let's all admire for a moment how outside of the world you are. You're not a product of it. You're not affected by it. But right now, how the world's happening outside and around you. It's not pulling on you. It's not limiting you. It's not confining you. It's here as your playground for enjoyment. It doesn't, you're not identified with it. It's not identified with you. And it's so cool how the colors become brighter, the sounds become louder. And right here, right now, can you just feel how receptive you are to all the gifts the whole universe has to offer, including the manifestation in which you just commanded so. But now, you know, we commanded it so, so therefore, so it is. And now, the bigger part, the most important part with all the, the above is now, let's take that manifestation, let's totally forget about it, be gone, be gone, be gone. And let's open up our heart once again, open up our arms once again, bring it on, let's go, let it unfold as quickly as I can handle. And bring it on, let's go. Because now, see, we don't want to get re-identified with it. It's like you letting go of a balloon, then pulling the string back in on the balloon or the kite, and then putting it out there again tomorrow, then reeling it back in. You've never really let it go to unfold. So right now, you've let it go. Oh, be gone, be gone, be gone. So now it can start to take on life and light. Isn't that fun? Yes, that is so fun. It feels so fresh and so real. And what a powerful tool. Thank you so much for this connection. We are connected and we are vibrating much, much higher. Oh, big time. Uh, wow. A lot more fun with it rather than all the dogma and seriousness. <laughs> and I have a big loud rat rock crusher out my window. So it's very nice to have this perspective of thinking that we're going to play with this. We're playing. <laughs> exactly. It's not part of us. Exactly. It kind well, of goes back to the idea of having the mind of a child, right? Where, have you ever noticed kids, they, you know, until they're taught it, you uh, know, they don't expect anything. They just assume everything's okay. And therefore it is. They assume everything's provided. Therefore it is. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Very interesting. And we learned just this week that the whales remind us to become childlike. Yeah. So that brings up a question. You connect with the whales. Yeah. Uh, they are even from Sirius, Sirius B, yeah. and other places. What are 
what is your um, interpretation or perception of the whales and dolphins and what their purpose is here? Well, they're definitely, they're here to shift the ley lines. They're here to also create new ley lines. They're also here to send forth vibrational frequencies and tones within and throughout the planetary crest. They're also here to activate and activate it and facilitate the DNA and the RNA as well as the youth vitality chromosomes and the telomere. They're also here to take you more and more beyond just, you know, what you see and what you think. They're here to take you more and more into more and more of your higher levels, your, I guess I'd call it also, your higher levels, your esoteric realms, and esoteric, not like fluffy and we're all fairies and divas, whatever, more like into your celestial realms, into your angelic presences and angelic frequencies to really be able to bring in that celestial level of yourself to where it's an integrator and amplifier that also unlocks, that also activates the DNA, the RNA, and then you know, where it goes through all the different levels of the brain chemistry, all the chakra level vortex, including the amygdala and coming in to reactivate, animate, and then going from there into, it looks like, you know, it's kind of like the whole reactivation of the fountain of youth within yourself. And then also about understanding, clarity, passion, compassion, understanding, and I would call it forgiveness because the forgiveness part here, but it's like you cannot forgive, but the only one that's hurting is yourself. You know, so it's like, okay, forgive, let go, be done with, that there's nothing really serious to hold on to. So for an example, you take a you take the example of a orca or beluga whale gray whale, pilot whale, uh, dolphins, uh, porpoises, and on and on. And you take them, you put them in captivity, you study them, then you set them free. Well, isn't it interesting how quick they don't grade a grudge towards humanity? They go back out, they frolic, they play, they reconnect with our pods at times. But at the same time, you know, they don't carry this stuff within them. They just keep flowing, expanding, growing. And the next thing you know, you may see them with divers. You may see them playing with children on the coast. I mean, that they don't carry these grudges and blah, blah, blah. They don't carry fear. If anything, they're activating you vibratorily and your crystalline structure to break that fear loose to where you no longer feel contained by the mass density and heaviness of the crustaceousness of fear, even emotion. Because emotion is not joy. It is not bliss. It is not uh, love, passion, and exquisiteness. Those, you know, those are all feelings and presences, you know, so where it's helping you get beyond, you know, an emotion would be like happy. So you take happy, which unfortunately seems to be a very 
temporary fleeting thing because you're happy one moment and then something occurs or someone occurs or someone calls you a name or blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you're unhappy. So that's like a major yo-yo going back and forth on a roller coaster of emotion, not joy, not bliss, not fulfillment, and not nirvana, and which I'm not talking about the band from Seattle. I'm talking more about a level of consciousness and going into theta, which is pure manifestation, than going beyond theta, which is you as pure creator and creator consciousness that is animating through the physical, but now no longer internalizing and battling with the physical closing in around you. Now you as creator emanating through everything, but also being receptive. So it's like a dance, a fluidity. So beautiful, we get that. And that is an activation. Mm -hmm. That's dimensional. And we are connected in a whole new way. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Wow, okay. Um, we have a few more minutes and I want to, um, we're gonna be able to take one or two questions from our beautiful audience. Sit tight, everyone. Um, but William, you've got a beautiful package and I wanna tell everyone, this is the most affordable investment that you can give yourself to work with the teachings of William. Becoming the Vortex and Universal Portal of Light. This is incredible. It's um, an incredible price. Can you share a little bit about that? There's two segments. It's a program in two segments, and it will help us be in alignment. Yeah, and so much of it is about going beyond the emotional levels all the way through the mental bodies, emotional bodies, pain bodies, and also through... because. This is where it's kind of interesting, right? We can all change our conscious mind. We can change our conscious mind. We could try to look at the positive rather than the negative. And, but we're still kind of caught up in polarity. So part of what I do, what we're doing with this product is we're going through the conscious mind all the way through the subconscious mind. We're going all the way through the subpsyche, which is 80% of the mind. The psyche being about 20%. Now, the 80% is the part of you, as soul fragmentations go, sometimes incarnational parts of you through the subpsyche that are still at age two, age three, age 10, in the womb, incarnationally as well, that are still having these dialogues that are going on. So it's like parts of you that have been splintered off as a soul fragmentation, still reliving, reliving in all of these multiple perceptional realities that are still affecting your life stream now. And it's where we, we start going more and more direct into it, with it, to welcome yourself back from it, because they are parts of yourself. And it, it does affect your manifestational world right here, right now, because one part is saying, okay, make me a money magnet, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. And the other part is money is evil. It's terrible. It's the root of all evil. And, you know, so we have all these conflicting things that leave you more in a point of stagnation rather than fluid, fluidity, fruition of literal unfoldments. And then, okay, I want to heal. I want to heal. But then over here on the right-hand side in the subconscious, you're saying, man, I just can't wait to get out of here. Take me off now. So we have all this stuff that are conflicting and polarized and dualized that 
this whole product. And it's about dissolving, resolving, and going beyond it. And then all the different initiations, activations, amplifications that are also bringing yourself now, rather than being split off, crown, a third eye, throat, heart, solar plexus, creator chakra vortex, root chakra vortex, you know, it's taken all the 296 other, like all together, all the different chakra vortexes is bringing together as one mainstream to where you become the vortex and port of light being us that you are to where you marry the crown all the way through the whole body and the heart to where now you're becoming that vortex of divinity in which you are no longer like needing to take your body to a vortex for whatever, whatever you're becoming the vortex of divinity that you are and that you have been, that you always will be. But now we're going more and more mainstream, speeding up the process, jumping more on the fast track to where, you know, you become more that amplifier where we expand wider, brighter, clearer, and lighter. And then the part I love is that, you know, we start watching all these long-term beneficial changes occurring for you and for everyone else around you and in your live stream and all around your physical live stream where you start seeing long-term beneficial results because you're no longer playing tug of war. You're no longer sending off mixed messages. You're no longer, you know, being chastised nor chastising yourself you're getting into a state of complete harmonance within the isness of yourself and the pure essence of yourself and going through activation initiations integrations and spedlings and so much more as always and so what a beautiful program to help us become the vortex of divinity and a portal of universal light this will help us with our businesses, our new earth businesses, mm -hmm. it'll help us with relationships. It'll help us with every aspect of being whole, this wholeness that we are. Wow. Okay. Really wonderful. And I'm gonna, I don't normally say the price, but this is uh, an incredible gift, $25. Mm -hmm. That's the price of a really good book. And so this is a really good, powerful tool. Thank mm -hmm. you for offering this powerful tool at such an affordable rate for our audience. It really is a gift. Thank you. Wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Find this link in our Zoom chat box and find it wherever you're watching or listening to this video. It's in the description box in the link. All right. Well, there's a couple questions coming in and we have just a few minutes. So I'm going to unmute Maria. Maria, you can ask a question. Um, one question, please, Maria. Hello. Hi. Hi, Lauren and Will. How Hi. are you? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yes, yes thank you. Uh, so you've been very inspiring to me. For many years, I took your uh, mastery courses, and I watched those over and over again while I did yoga. And one thing that I always wish I could have asked you was about our realms of gold. You always um, spoke in there about our particles of light, how they're golden particles of light. And ever since with um, my thoughts of the golden planet and ourselves, you know, what does it truly take? Like, what would a leader need if you were going to coach a leader? Um, in this new, you know, what we're creating together, what I would call a golden planet, 
how do we bring that about uh, for the world to see, to be able to see it and live it, not just hear it? Number one, and thank you for that question, Maria, and it's great to hear from you again. Okay, number one would be to take a breath and well, for let's do all do it for a minute together. Let's all of us take a breath through the nose, right into your heart, all the way down to your critical vortex. Hold now a deep sigh, and let's all see what it's like for a minute to have no opinion, no judgment. Let's all see what it's like all together right now to have nothing to prove. To not have anything we need to do, got to do, have to do. Everything literally is a can do when you really break it down. There's no supposed to, shoulds. And right now, most importantly, there's no one to save. No one's broken. Nothing's broken. So right now, let's just all be right here, right now. No judgment, no opinion, no right, no wrong, no light, no dark. Just you. Now, in your heart, let's take another breath through the heart. Let's just let your heart open front, middle, and back, all the way through your whole body. Through the crown, through the feet, through the palms of the hands. Now, let's just let ourselves glow, emanate. Because what I'm talking about, your particles of light, it's you as creator right here, right now, emanating, radiating, permeating. Now, nothing to prove, no opinion to share, not about a me, not about a you. It's just is. It is total gold, because that is your natural color. Even the colors, the aura, the curly in photography, on our, it's all honor. I mean, hey, great job for even unveiling it, exposing it, but let's all be clear. All those different colors are all levels of separation. Your natural state is gold. So now, those are great measurements to show you where you're at. So right now, let's just emanate you as gold particles of light. No opinion, nothing to prove, nothing. We have to claim our own path or whatever, whatever. We're not more than, we're not less than, we are creator right here, right now. Can you imagine creator taking on the pressure to have to prove itself? I mean, what would that be like? It's kind of bizarro, you know, but you know, you are creator. So what is there to prove? What opinions are there to project? Because opinions are just a really nice, fancy word for judgment anyways. You know, it's just a nice way of saying it. So right now, let's just all be in our own uniquenesses as the facets of gold and light that you are. Those gold particles with your own unique frequencies, your unique tones, your unique sounds due to your specific facet of creator that you are from your own unique experiences as the divinity in which you are. And as a leader, a guide, as a facilitator, you know, let's just be that. There's more than enough dear ones on this whole planet to assist, facilitate, to learn from, and to play with. 
So there is no competition to yourself. It's impossible. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. I appreciate you. I will definitely expand upon that. Our great, great job, sweetheart. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. That was a great question. Awesome. We are gold. We are gold. Mm -hmm. Again, everything that you say is an activation for us. It's like you are unraveling us. Like we can feel, like we vibrate with your story, with your experience. And it helps us realize where we come from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ludicrous. Um, <laughs> we, when we take ourselves so seriously, you know, <laughs> really funny. It's like this last week, the week of the 2-2 portal um, yeah. was kind of turbulent for many of us, for me as well. And it was, it's just a reminder of, don't take things so darn seriously. Yeah. When, when we have a tool like you just took us through we are this gold of light we are this gold and this perfection and uh just get all the other stuff out of the way yeah because one thing is so important like these portals and solstices and things like that you know i would have everyone start celebrating them because just higher octaves of saying goodbye to stuff that's not you yeah, I mean, and it's kind of awesome when you're watching this trip away, that strip away, on and on, where we bring it up through the heart, where it's not like a personal assault. There's no carnality involved. It's getting rid of the carnality in all this stuff. I mean, literally, if you're really going to sum it up, it's just getting rid of everything, including things in your life that you've outgrown or just no longer honor you. Yeah. Compliment you. It's basically getting rid of everything that's not working for you. That's the name of the game. Get rid of yeah. it all. And on my clock, it's 222. How perfect is that? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take one more question. Destiny, I'm going to you next. But William, I have a question. You watch movies, yes? Yeah. Is there a movie that you would recommend to us? Or is there a movie that uh, has come close to matching your experience or um, one that resonates with you? Let's see. <clears throat> I'd say a lot of movies that are based in multi-dimensionality, like- um, Interstellar. That's a major one. That's a great one. I was gonna say, you know, not so much about the, you know, the Hollywood part, but I would say like Black Adam, the whole idea of multidimensionality, not all the, you know, Hollywoodized stuff. I would say more about multidimensionality and even incarnationality, even where you're beyond space and time and where I would even say there was another one that came out not too long ago about uh, like the whole, like even the first uh, Avatar movie when we're playing with, uh, even the second one, when we're playing with the merging of different dimensions. It's not about ocean versus land. It's about multidimensionality of absolutely everything that's happening right here, right now. You know, all these different things, I'd even say in some regards, like the first Jurassic Park, skipping the whole, 
you know, it's more about the DNA than it is about the dinosaurs, but it's more about the multidimensionality of how much is still very, very available. I would even say the first Harry Potter, when you're playing with what's really available, accessible, going beyond just your day-to-day physical matter into more and more of, you know, starting to really open your eyes to more and more of accessibility. Thank you. And purity. Yes, and purity. And helps us understand really what we are and who we are. Like interstellar, that's a very major one. It shows it shows the dimensions. I thought that was so cool yeah. looking through the dimension or a black hole and what happened there. Really wild. Okay. All right. Well, good for you. Thank you for sharing those ideas. Um, Destiny, we have just a few more minutes, but you've got an experience that I would like you to share with William. So please unmute yourself and ask your question of William. Hi, William. <clears throat> Hi, Destiny. how are you, Destiny? I am like um. I've been experiencing it and it started last night where I'm actually feeling like um, I'm here. So I guess I'm like walking in two places, it feels like. But right now it's like the back of my body. There is an energy on the right side that is in the back and the right that is like uh, not aligning with what I want right now. And I'm feeling energies like it's allowing energies in that I don't want here. And I, and it's like, I don't know what aspect of me is doing that or where it's coming from. Okay. Now let's go ahead. Let's take a breath for a minute, Destiny. And let's turn around. Even physically, let's turn around and look at that energy. Let's command that energy to reveal itself. And right here, right now. I command this energy to reveal itself. Oh, what's that, Square? I command it to reveal itself. And all I start doing is crying. Like, yeah. so, so go ahead and cry. Like it makes me sad. Okay. I don't know what this energy is, but I know I've encountered it several times. And yeah. I just want to feel like I'm in control of it. And this is not. Okay, because you're not in control of it. Because it's not you. It's a discarnate that has um, that has connected with you. It's a discarnate looking for an opening to attempt to move into you. It's a right now. Let's tell this discarnate, I believe their name is Matthew. Let's let this dear one know, you're not welcome here. This is my body. Matthew, you're not welcome here. This is my body. And now I want you to stay, just repeat after me with great 
great conviction, great certainty. I bind you, Matthew, up, out, and away from my mind, body, and aura now, from all four levels, all the images that resell in my body, on memory of it now, and I bind you to the sun to be repolarized for the good of all humanity never to return. Um, and how's that feel right now? Feels better. Now, I, I, guess want, you, I want you to welcome in the rest of yourself right now. I welcome in. My higher levels, creator levels, manifest My levels. higher levels, creator levels. The living light code. Well, my manifest levels and my creator consciousness to fill my body with me, my mind, body, and aura now with myself, cleared and purified. And I welcome back all of my energy, all of my power, all of my soul fragmentations. I welcome back to myself right now, cleared and purified. Mm -hmm. Cleansed and purified. With ease and grace. Welcome all of me, all of my organic essence, my soul fragments, all essences of me, cleared and purified with ease and grace. And all of my power and all my energy. And all of my power and all of my energy. So let's take a breath. Let's welcome it in. Now let's clear your home. I bind all entities, energies, thought forms, all of the old paradigm, all the old energies, and everyone and everything that's ever been experienced on this platelet of the planet and on this property and all the surrounding area. I bind up, out, and away from Destiny's mind, body, and aura now, up and away from her home and all the surrounding area now, and I bind it all to the sun to be repolarized for the good of my humanity, never to return. And I command it be replaced with creator's light beamness now for her highest and best good, and of course, for the highest and best good of all concerned. And so it is spoken, and so it is done. Mm. And now, let's take it a step further. Now I want you to welcome forth the violet flame to fully fill you up from 12 feet beneath you, all the way to 30 feet all around you and your presence to come up from beneath you to about 78 feet above you, purifying, divinitizing, and reclaiming your sacredness with ease and grace. And I'm also commanding the power of the chokeray to amplify the energy of this flame to, and to seal it in permanently and for Destiny's highest best good for the highest best good of all concerned. And I command this for each and every dear one on this call and on video and all concerned for all of their highest and best good for the highest best good of all concerned. And so it is spoken, so it is done. And so it is. And so it is. Awesome, awesome. That was fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I need um I think I need to to work with you for sure because I need to get in contact with what's going on because there's so much going on and it's hard for me sometimes to be sometimes I don't know what's happening yeah and that's because you have a lot of empath uh, abilities but even with empath abilities we want to put a figure eight on the ground you in one circle and the world in the other it's great to have that ability but it's not so great to be taking on the world at the same time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, and we, I'd love to work with you, sweetheart. 
No, I'd love to work with you too. Thank you, Destiny. You can find William's website in the chat box. Someone shared that and uh, he does personal sessions. WilliamLinville.com. Thank you. Good luck. You did well, Destiny. Thank you. All right. Bye, sweetheart. <laughs> wow. Well, that was an interesting conclusion to our call today and a beautiful testimony of the multidimensionality and the clairvoyance and the clairsentience and all the clairs that you embody. And as we say goodbye in our show today, is this where humanity is heading as well? This full remembrance of our golden beingness. Absolutely. With Absolutely. ease and grace. With ease and grace. Let's not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> William, you are such a treat. Thank you for your time today. You have uplifted us. You have shifted us and given us a couple of really valuable tools. As we say goodbye, I just want to give you a moment for final reflections. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for this beautiful opportunity and thank you for everyone here that is really opening your heart to walk your walk, to embody the beautiful divine facet of creator in which you are, to embody it, to be it, to express it without apology, and to really be that certain that embodied, integrated, and amplified, to have nothing to prove but everything to offer. So namaste and thank you. William Linville, walk-in, extraordinaire, multidimensional, golden being. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all hearts who've joined us today and in the recording. We love you and we welcome you on your journey with ease and grace. Namaste. Namaste. Well, that was fun. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. Thank and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations special offers from our guests and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe, music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.